So the snippets is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brookstein in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther, Bas, Yaakov. We are still on our way through the first of the two brachos that precede Shema. And we last left off, Kel Baruch Gidol The Avudra mentions that we now transition to utilizing the alphabet. That the alphabet itself, the Hebrew alphabet, the same letters that comprise Torah, it's a reminder that all the creation, this bracha, which celebrates creation, the celestial beings, the stars, the moon, the sky, the sun, all of it was created for the purpose of advancing Torah as a platform for living a life of Torah. The same letters, the same osios, the same alphabet of Torah is the same alphabet that sings the praise to Hashem. We spoke about Kel Baruch, he's not blessed, he's the source of blessing. Gidol Dea, he's Chonein Das, he gives us the knowledge, the intelligence, the memory. Hechinu Fa'al, that's what we're up to. Hechinu Fa'al Zarechama. Hechinu Fa'al means he prepared, he was mechin, he prepared, Ufal, and he made it work. He pressed go. What did he prepare and make work? The Zarechama, the rays of the sun. First of all, why not celebrate the sun itself? If we're going to praise the Almighty, the sun is an extraordinary, extraordinary force, source of light, energy, heat. Place the earth at the exact correct distance from the sun, too close, and we would be consumed by fire too far, and we would freeze to death. But the sun is an extraordinary, extraordinary creation. So why the rays of the sun as opposed to the sun? We're not going to get into this. There are many Kabbalistic ideas based on Chazal, the Gemaras, that Hashem tucked the sun away in the future for tzaddikim. We benefit from the rays, not the sun itself. There's a lot of uh, metaphor, a lot of illusion and symbol and symbolism taking place. But what does it mean, hechin ufa'al? Does it ever occur to you when saying these words? Why the redundancy? Hechin, he prepared ufa'al and he put into practice. He made it work. He made it happen. So the Mepharshim explained that we are used to going to Home Depot or Lowe's. We buy material or ingredients. And when we build something, just coming off a of sukkah, so many proud Jews, they build a sukkah that didn't collapse for a whole week. What an incredible source of pride. Unbelievable. So we go, we have the luxury of going, and we buy fully prepared uh, pop-up sukkahs. We go buy the materials. We don't start from scratch. We start already from almost all the way there. But the Rebona Shem, the Almighty, part of the greatest praise we can offer Him is that He created yesh me'ayin, ex nihilo, something from nothing. He didn't have the benefit with the pleasure of starting with the materials, and that is his greatest praise. We don't understand what nothing is because we live in a world of something. We can't even picture or imagine. We can't comprehend nothing. But there was a nothing, a tov avo, before we came to be, and he created a yesh me'ayin. They say there was a philosopher so arrogant that he told the Almighty, I too can create, I can compete with you, and I can bring a living animated being into the world. So Hashem said, okay, you think you're so capable, you're so strong, I'll take on the challenge, no problem. So the philosopher bent down in order to take some of the earth and clump it together to form the human being, and God turned to him and said, whoa, whoa, you have to get your own materials, can't use mine. Kodesh Baruch created Yeshmeayin, and we're arrogant because we think that we create and innovate, we build with the materials already provided for us. So hechin ufa'al. First hechin Yeshmeayin, he already had... He put into, uh, he created the sun, its rays, all of the luminaries, and then fall. First he created it, yesh something from nothing, and then once it was created, something from nothing, he turned it on, he pressed go, he pressed start, he made it work. 
And you and I grow tired and weary, but since creation, the sun's as strong as it's ever been. The sun continues to come out every day, right on schedule. Friday, we had a magnificent Nate Hanate's minion at the uh, beach. And whatever time it says, whether you're looking at Maizmanim or a secular cat, whatever time it says, punct, the sun is supposed to rise, there it is. It hasn't grown tired or weary. It hasn't lost its power, its battery, hasn't weaned or worn out. Hechin, he created it something from nothing, ufa'al, and he pressed play, and he got it started, and he made it happen. Tov yatsar kavod l'shmo. Tov yatsar kavod l'shmo. How do you punctuate that? Again, I can't impress upon you strongly enough. If no one else listens or cares about sitter snippets, it's well worth it for me to finally understand a little bit of what I'm davening. How do you punctuate? Where does the comma go? Tov yatsar kavod l'shmo. How do you punctuate? How do you translate? Tov yatsar. What's tov? Yatsar. Did tov yatsar? Or was tov the thing that was yatsar? Yatsar means to create, to form. So is the tov the one who was yatsar? And did it create kavod and do it for his name? Or is what was created tov? How do you read the sentence? You don't have to get fancy, highfalutin. Just how do you read it? How do you understand? What do you think about when you dive in each and every day and we say these words, tov yatsar kavod l'shmo? We'll end tonight by focusing on the second half. It's easier. Meoros nasan tzvivosuzo. Kodesh Baruch surrounded his power with luminaries, with radiant stars. Tzvivos uzo, around his power, his oz. He placed meoros nasan. He placed these luminaries. What does it mean around uzo, his power? What is his power? So the first possibility the commentary says is talking about the rakia. How do you know that? Where else do we say in davening the word uzo in connection with rakia? So the rakia, the heavens, are described as the manifestation of Hashem's power. So Hashem gave us the luminaries around that rakia. He surrounded the manifestation or expression of His power with these luminaries. Or alternatively, second possibilities is talking about HaKadosh Baruch Himself, that all the luminaries are controlled by Hashem. He dispersed them around the heavens. Uzo. He placed the luminaries all around, and Uzo, that is the expression of his power. There's nothing we can do. You can't set off a nuclear device in order to move a star. You can't do it to stop a hurricane. You can't do it to change any of the luminaries or creations. Uzo, this is an expression of Hashem's O's, of his strength and of his power, and that's perhaps what it means. We'll come back to the first half. I'll leave you to think about it tomorrow morning, and we'll continue tomorrow.